Welcome back to my channel. I know it's been such a long time since I last released an episode. Let's see, August, September, October, November, December, January, five months, five months. It's been five months since I last released an episode, guys. And I am so sorry. I've just been so busy with school, my mental health, and it was, it was just a lot. I couldn't find a way to put making a podcast into my schedule, but hopefully this semester I can become more consistent with recording and actually find a way to fit it in my schedule. Also, this will be my second time recording this same episode because for some reason, the first time I recorded it, it wouldn't let me play it and I literally wanted to cry. So this is my second time and yes, I am still using my phone, but I now have some podcast equipment because I'm taking a public health class where we had this big project at the very end and it's making a podcast. So I have all these microphones, don't know how to use any of them yet, but I'm having someone help me and once I figure all that out, my audio will sound so much better and hopefully I don't have any more problems from recording on my phone. But enough of all that, let's get into today's topic. So today I will be talking about a poem called Our Deepest Fear by Marianne Williamson, which a good friend of mine introduced to me on a car ride we were on. And it kind of just stuck with me ever since. I don't know, the words were really moving and I feel like it has pushed me to want to strive to be the best version of myself. So let's just jump right into it. I was on a car ride with my friend Ty James and out of nowhere, he wanted to read his favorite poem to me. And so he read it to me and he wanted me to tell him how I interpreted it and what it meant to me. So he read it the first time and I was like, okay, read it again. And just so we have the poem for reference, I'm going to play it for you guys so that you'll understand exactly what I'll be talking about through the rest of this episode. All right, here we go. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. Now y'all can see exactly why that poem stuck with me. And so the way I interpreted it was that we're not confident in our own potential. We like to take the easy route because we know we will succeed going a less challenging way. And because we do that, we tend to stay in a constant state of comfortability and familiarity. We don't like getting out of our comfort zone. And sometimes that's exactly what we need. That's what we need to see what we really are capable of doing and what our true potential is. And I think that's where our fear comes from because if we do explore our greatest potential, we fear of either failing 
or losing people along the way, embarrassing ourselves, and the biggest one is getting rejected. And so because of all those fears, we like to play it safe. And honestly, when you think about it, the worst someone can say to you is no. There's nothing wrong with that. People take the word no so personal and they become so invested in that no and they give up on themselves. They see no as meaning never or meaning to give up. And that's not the case. It just means not right now. Or maybe it's just not meant for you. But at least you can say you tried. At least you can say you went up and you asked this girl out, but she said no. But you can say you went up there and did it. You can go ask your parents if you could go out, they say no, but at least you went up there and asked. If you went for a job interview, you went out of your way to dress nicely, to have your resume ready and all this, and they still tell you no. But that's okay because you still tried. You can try again and again and again. It doesn't matter how many times you get told no because I promise you that yes is coming. And when that yes comes, it's going to feel so good. Do you think Walt Disney gave up when people told him no? I mean, my man had an early life with several failures. He was rejected for not being creative enough. He went through bankruptcy. He went through a devastating strike. He even had a mental breakdown. But did any of that stop him from becoming the billionaire he is today? No, it didn't because it was his curiosity and his creativity that brought him to his great success today. Some of the very few things that he has produced in his lifetime include Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Snow White. He even bought a swampland in Florida, which is now a famous theme park named after himself. Marianne says, and as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. So by not giving up, you're really paving the way for the next person to see what you're doing and go after it themselves. For example, someone can look at me and say, oh, Sarah started her own podcast. Maybe I should go and start up my own business because if she can do it, I can do it too. And that's, that's basically what this whole poem is trying to get at. Would you believe me if I told y'all that I was terrified of actually posting my podcast for people to listen to? And it could literally be anybody. I was scared to send it to my friends. I was scared to post it on Apple Music for whoever came across it to listen to my voice, to listen to my content, my creation. I had so many doubts running through my mind, like what if nobody listens to it? What if people don't like it? What if my voice is annoying? It was just so many things that I was telling myself to bring me back down so that I could return into my own comfort zone where things were familiar. And again, that's what Marianne said. She said, it is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. But let me tell you, once I actually uploaded my podcast, the amount of love I was receiving was so overwhelming and unexpected. I didn't expect as many people to listen to what I actually had to say. I mean, people were texting my phone, telling me how much they liked it. People were posting it on their stories, telling other people to listen to it. People even came up to me at school asking me when I was going to post another episode. It was such a great feeling, and I feel like by doing that, I've inspired other people to go off and do the things they've been holding off because they were scared. Walt Disney said, all our dreams can come true if we have the courage to pursue them. You're not doing yourself or anyone else a favor if you dim your own light. And to me, I feel like the biggest reason that people make themselves small is based off of the people that they surround themselves with. If your group of friends are all small-minded people, when you come to them about a vision you have or a goal you're trying to reach, 
they won't be able to see it. They won't even believe in it. They won't believe in you because they don't have the mental capacity to envision what you have in your head. And if that's the case, you need to go ahead and separate yourself because honestly, you could be around envious people who are low-key haters and don't wanna see you doing better than them. And if you find yourself around those types of people, please, please, please change your environment because I promise you everything will start changing the second you leave people who are draining you, people who are bringing you down, people who are acting like anchors. One thing I can say, when I separated myself from a certain crowd of people, my life got so much better. And the friends I have now, I mean, come on. I love them so much and I promise you, I promise you I'll never take advantage of them because they pushed me to be a better person. They pushed me to become the best version of myself. They wanna see me doing good just as much as I wanna see them doing good. And when you find yourself friends like that, you have to grip tightly. You do not wanna lose those types of people because when I get to the top, you better believe they're coming with me. And to think that I used to pick up on bad habits because of the people I used to surround myself with. I started slacking in my schoolwork and didn't care that my grades were dropping. I didn't apply myself the way that I knew I could. I was making myself smaller to fit in with the group I was with. And that's the problem. That is the biggest problem because the people I was around, they didn't want to go anywhere. They were content with where they were at in life. And I wanted to, I wanted to go further than that. I knew I had so much more in me that I wasn't even exploring at all. And simply because of the people I was around, it was holding me back. But the switch was so crazy once I changed my environment. The people I was around changed. I had people who actually cared about schoolwork, people who actually cared about making a difference in the world. My experience were changing, my moods were changing, and I had more access to better opportunities. But don't get me wrong, this could work vice versa. You could go from a great environment and then go to a worse one and everything will just be flipped. There's this song that my friend Joel put me onto. It's called Devil on Your Right Shoulder by Uno the Activist. And I really love it because the words in it really stuck with me and it's just so it's so meaningful i don't know it's just a, such a beautiful song and the chorus is beautiful and i'm going to play this one lyric line that i feel like fits perfectly with today's topic so here we go about it i don't know if that's gonna be like copyright issues but we're just gonna roll with it and hopefully nothing happens to this episode and i'm not taken down or anything so yeah moving on what he said in that one line was feel like you're not fitting in maybe they don't fit you because you know the first thing people start to think when things are feeling off or you know they're not feeling right with the certain people they're with they're like is there something wrong with me like Am, am I the problem? All this and that. But you have to ask yourself, are the people you're around, do they represent the same things that you represent? Are their goals similar or in the same ballpark as what you're trying to reach? Are you just settling for this group of friends because you've known them for so long or you grew up with them and you just think you have to be friends with them for the rest of your life? You don't get anything out of playing small. And that's what Marianne said. She said, your playing small does not serve the world. So why are you forcing yourself to be a part of a group that you know aren't on the same page anymore? 
We learn, we live, and we grow from what we've experienced in this life. And if you feel like you're growing, but nobody around you is growing or doing any type of self-work or trying to better themselves in any type of way, you need to leave. <laughs> Guys, I promise that was so unintentional. Like, I did not mean it to sound like that TikTok sound. It just came out like that. Like, those were the words that came to my mind, and it just came out. So, I noticed it after I said it, which is why I laughed right after, but... Anyways, moving on, <laughs> I want to briefly talk to y'all about something that I experienced when I was, okay, y'all are going to laugh at me, but yes, I was a part of Forex once upon a time, and if you followed my Instagram around the COVID summer, then you would have seen me posting a whole lot about it. Even before then, I had joined, that was my second time joining, my first time joining was my freshman year in college. And that's when I met a lot of people that changed the way I thought about things. Guys, the experience was so amazing. Like, I literally felt my whole body buzzing every time I was on a call, every time I was at a meeting, like a conventional meeting with everybody else. I was literally standing in a room with millionaires, people who have touched millions. So I made sure to listen to every single word that was coming out of their mouths because I wanted to get to that point. I wanted to be who they were. I don't think y'all understand. The whole thing about Forex and stuff, like I know a lot of people think it's a scam and people just want to recruit other people so they can get more money off of it. But putting all that to the side, if we just focus on the, the motivational calls and the people you meet, Everybody literally wants you to eat just as much as they do. They will literally give you the resources, the tools. They will give you one-on-one -on -one lessons just to make sure you know what you're doing. My mentor has put me in touch with some people that make millions and I was able to talk to them one-on-one -on -one about what I could be doing to get better, what I could be doing to reach the point that they are at right now. And my whole family was laughing at me. I used to have my goals on this whiteboard in, in my room, right? And it was on the wall. So every time my sister would walk in the room, my older sister, she would laugh at me. She took a picture of my goals, sent it to her friends so they could all laugh at me together. But that did not faze me because I had all these people around me telling me I could do it, believing in me, and literally pushing me and giving me what I needed to be successful in the opportunity that I was in. Now, of course, it didn't work out for me, but I feel like I was still a little small-minded at the time. I didn't really have a plan of what I wanted to do with all the money. And I just feel like I just wasn't ready to handle it all. But I will say that it did strengthen my mindset because it definitely shifted the way I went about things and the way I did things. And it got me into a routine of setting goals for myself and having those goals in my face. It got me into a routine of listening to motivational speeches as soon as I woke up and basically just having a morning routine focused on myself, you know, away from my phone. You know, a lot of people get on their phone as soon as they wake up. What I used to do, I used to wake up and meditate. I would meditate, I would stretch, I would grab my journal, I would write three things I was grateful for, and that's how I would start my day every morning. And it was probably the best change that I could have ever encountered because it changed my whole mood for the, the rest of the day. It would put me in a good mood. Nothing would faze me. And that's, that's what, you know, changing your environment is all about. As soon as you leave people that are bringing you down, even if you're alone for a little bit, you know, a lot of people are scared of being alone. But sometimes being alone gives you time to find yourself and to find, you know, what you like to do. You know, just focus on yourself and personal growth. 
being alone helps you realize your strengths and your weaknesses and what you could do to improve and what you could do to perfect your skills. So don't be afraid to to be by yourself and find what you're good at or what you want to pursue and just go for it. Just go for it and do it with 100% of your effort because it might just be the greatest thing you contribute in this lifetime. Circling back to Walt Disney, his way out of failure was through trial and error. The reason he was successful is because he was persistent. He was very determined to reach his goals. He didn't stop trying after he was rejected time after time again. A quote he said about failure was, It is good to have a failure while you're young because it teaches you so much. For one thing, it makes you aware that such a thing can happen to anybody, and once you've lived through the worst, you're never quite as vulnerable afterward. And this is why you have to take a lesson out of every failure, because the more you learn, the more you can become better at what you failed at. And I mean, I'm in my 20s right now, and I've done a lot of dumb things or, you know, attempted to try things and completely failed. But I would definitely say that it has made me a better person because from every mistake or every failure, I was able to learn from it and grow from it. I remember when I was in a really low place back in high school, right? One of my friends, shout out to Taryn Coleman. I just feel like I've mentioned so many of my friends throughout this podcast, but I love all y'all and I just want y'all to know that everything y'all say to me or do for me really sticks with me and I, I can't stop thinking about it. Like I will think of these things for the rest of my life just because of how meaningful they were to me at that time. And so, yeah, I was at a really low place and she told me, if this is your rock bottom, you can only go up from here. And every time I find one of my friends in a low place or just going through something, I will literally repeat those words just because of how it helped me get out of that low place. And ever since that moment in my life, I've never felt that vulnerable again. I was able to, I guess, strengthen myself in a way to never allow myself to get that vulnerable or feel that low. And so I feel like that's the whole point of experiencing, you know, the highs and lows of life, you know, feeling the rejections, feeling the no's, feeling all of that. So you can get to the point where none of it phases you anymore. It just pushes you to go even harder. For example, like Michael Jordan. He said, failure makes me work even harder. He used his failures as his motivation. He didn't let the fact that during his sophomore year of high school, him being rejected to be part of the varsity team because of his height, right? He was 5'10". He was rejected to join the varsity team because of his height. He didn't let that stop him. He did not give up. He took that and he worked harder, he practiced for longer hours, and he visualized in his head that he was going to be a great player. And guess what? Now, he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And you wanna know what else? Guess what his net worth is? 1.6 billion. He's a billionaire. You think all those no's stopped him? No, it didn't. Success is built on failure. If you don't fail, you're not doing life right at this point. Because if you go throughout life not failing or messing up or making a mistake, you're playing it safe and you're not really challenging yourself. You're not really pushing yourself to do better or be better. At the time of Walt Disney's death in 1966, he was worth about $1 billion. Currently, he's worth $268.32 billion. They turned out to be billionaires after being told no so many times. Now let me read a stanza from the poem. 
we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Who are you not to be brilliant? Come on now, come on now. You guys have so much potential, so please don't waste your life playing it safe. You never know who's watching you. You never know who's looking up to you and using you as motivation. I've had a few people come up to me and tell me that by doing my podcast, by posting it and releasing it to the public, I've inspired them to go forward with a project they've been holding off on. And that means so much to me, especially because me, myself, I was scared to release it in the first place. But by doing that, I, I convinced someone else to, to feel confident in their work because it's not just in some of us, it's in all of us, it's in everyone. Y'all, we only live once. You know, you don't wanna live with any regrets. You don't wanna be on your deathbed wishing, you know, you would have done more or you would have done something you were always scared to do. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that changes the world or makes a big mark on national television. As long as you're content with what you've done in this lifetime and you've explored every passion you've ever had, you tried new things that seem so out of the ordinary, you've met a variety of distinct people, and you really lived in the moments where you were most happiest, then you basically won at life. Don't hide in the shadow of your own light out of fear. Explore it, explore that light and perfect it to shine as bright as it possibly can. Reach your fullest potential because no one else can do it for you, only you can. I just feel like that was such a motivational... Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I had, I had to pause real quick because I'm so used to saying motivational. Maybe I shouldn't have put this in a podcast. I don't know. People are going to laugh at me. But anyways, I don't care. Yeah, I used to say motivational for the longest amount of time. So the fact that I've been saying motivational throughout this whole like series right now is really beyond me. Like I can actually do it because before it couldn't come natural, but I didn't want to sound dumb. So... Anyways, anyway, like I was saying, I just feel like this whole episode right here was just very inspiring and motivational, and I hope it helped somebody today. And I really want to thank Ty for reading this poem to me because it really does mean a lot, and I've, I've looked at it, and I've analyzed it, and it really did help me make some life changes. This is why, this is why I tell y'all, like, my friends are so amazing, and they have no idea how much the things they say or the things they show me or the things they do really impact me in my life and my way of viewing things. So I just want to say I love y'all and I love everyone listening right now. And thank you guys so much, you know, for all the kind words about, you know, my series and everything. I will try my best to become consistent. I will let you guys know how often I'm going to start releasing episodes. Be on the lookout for my next episode. And since this was my second time recording this same topic, I feel like it wasn't as good as the first time and it really makes me upset. But we're going to work with what we got. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's topic.